This movie taught me how to pierce somebody's ears if I really wanted to without going somewhere to do it. Yeah, have you ever actually applied that skill? I never did it, but I did see it done at sleepovers. Like I was hold up, you yes, you saw somebody mm-hmm. heat up a needle and pierce a friend's and, and use an apple as the back. Yeah. So you did this movie. Well, somebody did well, this. Well, I did not. No, I would never. I would have been way too afraid. But yes. Okay, can we talk about how messed up that is? You're literally putting a spike through a girl's ear. You can buy, well, a needle. Like, hello. Yeah, it's a, it's a small spike. Okay? You can buy an ear piercing gun on Amazon. Let that sink in. This is horrible. I'm just saying. The, okay, we need... Collectively, <laughs> as a society, we need to be making better decisions, guys. That's like... Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You made it here. You found us. You probably love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? This week we have The, the Parent, Parent Trap. Trap. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you throw us a follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you are. As well, if you want to contact us on Instagram at romcomrewind, TikTok at romcomrewind, you can email romcomrewind at gmail.com. Also, we've got a listener survey. If you want to fill out the survey, it's on our like Instagram bio. That helps us create more content that hopefully you enjoy. Courtney reached out on Instagram, said, uh, love that y'all finally got to about time. That is one of my all-time favorites. I know Devin loves a slightly complicated love story. I do, Courtney. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Some suggestions are Catch and Release. That's actually a really great movie. Catch and Release. Yeah. She also mentions This Is Where I Leave You. Uh, both are super great, but definitely have a weak warning. They're very much like About Time, where there is there is a conflict. There's a harrowing story. It pulls at your heartstrings. Pulls at your heartstrings, and it deals with a little bit more serious content matter, let's say. Right. But very satisfying in the end. Okay. I can't wait. Can't wait. The Parent Trap, however, yes. is not like that. It's no. a 1998 romantic comedy directed by the great Nancy Myers. Nancy did Father of the Bride, The Holiday, What Women Wants. This is also a, a remake of a 1961 classic, which I'm sure is all about your quick facts. But it's the story of Hallie Parker and Annie James, both of which played by Lindsay Lohan. Hallie Parker is an American from California. We first meet her arriving at summer camp. We also meet Annie James, however, who is British. Both of them are Lindsay Lohan. Um, (laughs) They arrive at the same summer camp after a long winding road of Hallie and Annie meeting each other at camp, overcoming some hilarious feuding. We learn, spoiler alert, Hallie and Annie, although coming from completely different locations, are actually twins, and their (gasps) parents... Nick Parker, played by Dennis Quaid, and Elizabeth James, played by Natasha Richardson, they discover their parents separated them shortly after they were born. And I think you know how this story needs to continue now. The two 11-year-old twins, Hallie and Annie, go on a mission switching places so that they can each meet the parent they never had and ultimately, hopefully, force them to confront their love once more when they're required to switch the twins back. Not all goes to plan. But that's your lead-in for The Parent Trap. What are your thoughts on this movie? Why the sudden curiosity about your dad, huh? Mother, you can't avoid the subject forever. At least tell me what he was like. I want to talk to you about my mother. What about your mother? Dad, I'm almost 12. How long do you expect me to buy that story that the stork dropped me on your doorstep? Everyone in the world believes they're unique in their own way. Annie James and Hallie Parker are about to discover... They're both unique in the same way. That's my mom. That's my dad. And you and I are like, like sisters. Hallie, we're like twins. This movie may be perfection, <laughs> and it is an epically large hug of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I have to admit, I still know a ton of lines uh, from this movie, which drove you nuts, Devin. Um, oh, we couldn't watch it, it together. Yeah, no. Well, you actually ended up watching it twice because you watched it with me too. And you finally looked at me and you were like, you need to stop saying things at the same time that the movie is saying. The thing that bugged me, okay, but maybe you have the same opinion as I, but like, I don't care if people like know the words to the movie (laughs) unless it's an important scene. And you started (laughs) rhyming off my best scene. I was like, sir, shut up. I need to hear what Jesse says. 
the movie is fantastic. I love it. I um I think I like I've watched this movie so many times, obviously, because I know a lot of the lines, but it's just so wonderful. And mm. it's just such a great, great it's a it's a great family film. It's a great little bit of a rom com. You know, there's that rom com aspect in it. And I think it's not, you know, it's more of a family movie. It's PG. It is actually a rom com though. If you look it up, yeah. it's titled as a rom com. Oh, okay, yeah. well that's good. Um I definitely thought growing up that Lindsay Lohan was in fact uh, a twin. <laughs> I did think that they were twins. Uh because I think maybe I couldn't understand the fact that they could do that, right? Have two people in the same room. Well, I remember when the movie came out, there was all this conversation about how they shot it and how they made this happen. Because you're right, perceptually to the world, we're like, whoa. Like, that's not, because It Takes Two came out around the same time. So we're like, oh, Lindsay Lohan's a twin. Oh, no, she's not a twin. How is that even possible? It was remarkable to us. Well, it was, yeah. And um, no, this just, I love this movie. I just can't say enough about it. It's just so much fun and yeah. Yeah, I I had written down that it is like a nice warm hug. Do you find, I find watching stuff back from the 90s, they captured this like magical, nostalgic whimsy of childhood specifically. Like I think about, you know, the movie The Sandlot. Yep. Little Rascals. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even like weirdly, I don't know, like does the Goofy movie fall into this? I think they Flubber? like. Flubber. Flubber. Yeah. But like just the way they, they <gasps> portray so childhood funny. though, you know, yeah. I think it's exactly how we all want to see childhood and that it's just, it's just pure. It's fun. It's warmth. It's love. It's all of those things just slammed together and it just feels so good to watch. So the first thing I want to talk about with, the, with this movie is literally just the title card section. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and as they're do. going through the title card section, naming us all the actors, Lindsay Lohan's name comes up, and they frame that as, and introducing, mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Because this was our first time seeing Lindsay Lohan in a major production. It was. And it was huge. It was massive. And I wanted to talk about, I, I think that's so rare, like big, huge celebrity introductory roles it only happens a few times where they like they come on with a big splash like that so i found a bunch okay oh i can't wait anne hathaway's first role was in the princess diaries in 2001 you know what it's funny because i thought she acted before before the princess diaries but i have to say i'm not surprised the princess diaries again is such a fantastically wonderful movie um god she was good in it and and (laughs) Her career has just exploded. Exploded. And you know what? The Princess Diaries are actually responsible for two of these moments. Because in the Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement, that was Chris Pine's first no. movie role. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cool. Like I'm picking movie roles here. They might have done like TV and stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Johnny Depp's first major role was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he did a few things. Like I think he started his career in 91, but... Mm. 94, he had What's Eating Gilbert Grape. He was nominated for an Oscar for that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. Uh, I've also got Emma Stone. Yes. What, what was you... her first one? Super bad. That was her first oh movie. Oh, my God. She had other, like, small roles, but her first main movie was, was super bad. That's, like, not that long ago. No. Or am I just, like, aging myself and <laughs> Super Bad came out? What? Did Super Bad come out? Super Bad came out in 2007. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's not that long ago. No, it isn't that long ago. It's it's in the 2000s. Depending so on how you look good, at it. That's a good thing. <laughs> but wow, I would have expected her to be around like a lot longer. I, I never would have thought that. Okay, so um, I have one. Okay. What about Hilary Duff? What was her... Okay, so her, like, um, other than being guest stars, on, I think, on like a TV show uh, a few times, she was in Casper. Casper oh, in the original Casper. Not in the original Casper. Um, Casper meets Wendy, which I think was the second one. Oh my god, that's so horrible, good. Sarah. That's no, not no, a big no, no. splash opening. It was a big splash. Nobody liked Casper and Wendy. There's because, no. So from Casper, from the Casper the movie, she got Lizzie McGuire with Disney, and then became like a Disney star. I'm looking up the Rotten Tomatoes right now. Okay, like Shia LaBeouf. Oh my god, Sarah. Seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, don't hate. It was still Nobody a good movie. Nobody liked Casper and Wendy. Oh, Casper please. meets Wendy. Jesus. Yeah, Ca- Casper meets Wendy. So Hallie and Annie's parents, how they meet, they actually meet on the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II and uh, love at first sight. They spend the week together and they get married at the end of it is what kind of what we assume, which is uh, very quick. Very quick. Very quick. 
Um, would that be romantic getting married on a boat? Yes, I think it would. I I just had a few questions because like, do fairies across the ocean still exist? Like, does that happen? I know a travel blogger who moved to Europe for a few years. And when they traveled back, instead of putting their dogs on the plane, they actually took cruise line sized ferry across to back to the U.S. So they they are still they That's are gotta be still such an around. Efficient way of travel. Well, it, I mean, I understand the animal part of things, but like, ugh. okay, I do recall a story about when we went out um, to the east coast of Canada, and you tried to convince me to get married in a boat. Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely, because like you're driving <laughs> around these tiny little communities, and they had <laughs> there were some funny signs because it's like cod fishing trips, one hour, you know, <laughs> 150 bucks. This fishing trip, we can go there, and then they're like. Married on a boat, 400 <laughs> bucks, all in. And I'm like, hey, that's a deal, Sarah. And that is savings. And it's funny because like- <laughs> People are spending tens of thousands of dollars on sure. weddings. And you could just get this dude to marry you out on a boat in the ocean. Well, because they can do that, right? Like, the, I don't legally, know, they can. I don't know why they have the ability to still marry people <laughs> on boats. Like, why You're is right. that a thing? That seems like an antiquated thing, but we're just, like, we're cool with it. Yeah, I feel like I have more qualifications than somebody on yes. on a boat, like like a fishing boat, to marry someone, like, legally. That, that episode of The Office when they go on the Maid of the yes. Mist tour? Oh my god, yes. And they're Niagara like, Falls. hey, can you marry us? Like, there's no way Jeff, like part-time ferry worker <laughs> in Niagara Falls, is qualified to marry people, but they do it. They, yeah. You know. Well, and, and the reason, well... I was almost convinced, but in a week we were going to Devin's sister's wedding and um, I thought that it would be a very large faux pas to show up already married before his sister got married the week of her wedding. Hey, Devin likes a good deal and that that boat guy would would do it pretty cheap, so... (laughs) I think it might have been cheaper than 400 I, I was going to say, I think I'm even eyeballing God. That. You would have given me like a fishing line to tie around as a ring. Probably, yeah. <laughs> we fast forward to the first day at camp. 11 years and nine months into the future. First day of summer camp. Yes. Camp Walden. Both girls get to camp in very different ways. Hallie shows up on the bus with the majority of the other girls. And Annie shows up in a limo. Um, probably from the airport. What an entrance. What an entrance for both of them. And we we establish quickly that they are very similar. They're they're very you know what I liked about this movie is that I loved both the girls. Like they were both yes. obviously Annie is very well off. Well I think they're both well off. Yeah. But they're but not just different I, ways. But I didn't dislike it about them. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes you get like little kids in a movie who are rich and they're very like pretentious. Snooty. Yeah, yes, snooty, exactly. Totally. Both these kids, I'm like, ah, they're kind of still lovable though. They're very well rounded. Yes, exactly. So they're all trying to find out where their bunkhouses are and instantly, you know, Hallie clicks with a few girls and then instantly Annie clicks with a few girls and they don't meet. We we really don't see them meet until in, in until in a little bit. One of the counselors, okay, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, one of the counselors is Chandler Bing's girlfriend from the TV show Friends. Yes, I did notice that. I was like, where do I know her from? Yeah. Janice. Chandler Bing. <laughs> no, that's Fanny. Wait, no, doesn't she has that's an annoying Franny. laugh? Fanny, Fanny. Oh, she does. Oh my god, yes, no, she does. If you watch yeah. um Friends with captions on, yes. it'll oh. even say Janice laughs, machine gun laughter is no. how they describe it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like that. It's really funny. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. I'm going to go and watch an episode with Janice in it. I've I've just seen the screenshot of somebody like noticing that they caption it like no, that. No, I yeah. love that so much more. She she's hilarious. She doesn't have a big role in this movie, but she's still great. So let's get to the part where they actually meet. The fencing scene is when they first see each other. Yes. Annie beats Hallie, but they don't see each other yet because they both have their fencing gear on. But they're both very good at fencing, and they seem to have very, very similar interests leading up to this point. They both like poker. They both like poker, which is, yeah. Who knows how to play poker at the age of 11? It's a very strange hobby that they've both picked up randomly. Yeah, and are both are very good at it. Like, too good, almost. That's a quick fact. Hint, hint. Um, and the punishment for losing poker at this poker game is jumping in the lake naked. Yeah, so after the fencing match, Annie and Hallie... They do realize, like, oh, my God. Don't you see it? See what? The resemblance between us. Resemblance? Between you and me? Let me see. Turn sideways. Now the other way. 
Well, your eyes are much closer together than mine. So then they have a poker match, which continues their feud. And now, yes, Annie loses. She jumps in the lake. Clothes are stolen. We are now fighting. This is a fight. No, and they start pranking each other. Yeah. Yeah, so the pranking scenes or the pranking montage. There's a few montages that are not typical in a rom-com that are, are in this movie, and, and one of them is the pranking montage. It is one of my favorite scenes. Not my best scene, but I loved it because there's so much debauchery, and it's just so much fun to see because, you know, growing up, and if you've been to a summer camp, these things do happen. Not to this extreme. Like, this is a lot of work put into it. So you you were a camp counselor i was a camp counselor and a camp lifeguard yes talk about some of the pranks what happened so i don't think i did any pranks kids have so much energy right so we'd always want them to do something where they would de- we would decrease their energy levels okay um one day we had olympic day and so you know the camp counselors like we all made like medals and stuff cute. and yeah super cute little trophies like for the kids to win we'd freezies for all of the kids at the end of the day and whatever then we had the marathon and <laughs> we'd get the kids to run around and the last one standing. Standing. <laughs> well, not standing, but the last one to stop running. Oh, my God. <laughs> not standing. That's <laughs> horrible, Sarah. You're mean. That's mean. Well, they won. <laughs> that is cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> run well, until you just fall down. No, no, no. Oh, my God. We would never do that. And whoever that. doesn't fall down... You get another freezy. Oh, my God. Well, Jesus. I think they did get an extra freezy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a horrible camp. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. They loved it. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course they loved it. And then they go home to their parents like, what did you do today? Oh, I ran. No, their For parents get very tired children. For hours. They're very thankful. They forced us to run. Oh, my God. It was not ours. Okay. Whoa, whoa. You're making this up here. You're taking this out of context. Oh, my God. Ours. Oh, my God. No. So after this, the pranking montage of all the pranks that happened, the girls get moved to the isolation cabin. When I say the girls, I mean Hallie and Annie. Um, which I think is supposed to make them become friends, but I don't know. Like, I can't tell if this is a good tactic to put two people together in a room and hope that they like each other when they hate each other. Horrible idea. Horrible idea. So they do become friends after a while, after a storm and and a window that won't close. And in the storm, we have like a really classic 90s moment. Hallie had the quintessential 90s kid wall of photos. You know how everybody had like all those photos on their wall? Yeah. Um... Which is kind of strange in retrospect. We like idolize celebrities so much that we're like, I'm just going to have all of them on my on my. On my <laughs> I think wall. everybody did it though. Yeah. So she had a great photo of Leonardo DiCaprio and she was like, oh, I love Leo. He was so good looking and dreamy when he was younger. What celebrity dominated your wall um, when you were a kid? I did really like Leo when he did Titanic. Like I thought he, when he played Jack, like, oh my God. I think so he was the dreamy. ultimate, like most common response to this question is probably like you had a a big ass picture of Leo for this time period. Yes, I be- I believe so. I also loved Orlando Bloom. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I was a big fan of Orlando Bloom. A big fan of uh, Backstreet Boys and big fan of NSYNC. So I had their posters. Um, I think it was Backstreet Boys Millennium album. Yeah, so it was. <laughs> you remember 2000. the album? Yes. No, I definitely. Like do. You had like the album poster. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. For boys, it's weirder though. It's like different. Yeah, it is weirder because we, we. Well, uh, it's not weirder. It's just. It's different. Because boys, like, <laughs> you, you start with sports because there's really no, like, girls. What are girls? Like, I, I had, Cooties. like, um, oh, funny enough, I had Mike Fisher as an Ottawa senator who is now Carrie Underwood's yeah, husband. husband. Yeah, I had, like, a bunch of, like, sports people, mostly hockey players, maybe a few football players. And then you become, like, more of a teenager. <laughs> it changes a little bit. Straight up, though, I did have a Lindsay Lohan poster. No, Honest to God, really? super embarrassing now in retrospect. Oh, my gosh. And then- Like and, Mean Girls era? Yeah, uh, maybe, uh, yeah. And then it just changed to, like, some psychedelic stuff as we get oh. later in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can read between the lines on that. I was going to say. So, Hallie and Annie, they're in the isolation cabin, and they do eventually realize, hold up. You don't know your father. I don't know my mother. We're the exact same age. We have the exact same birthday. Mm-hmm. Like to the day. To the day. 
Hallie realizes it before Annie. Yeah, I or know. no, Annie no, realizes Annie, it before. Annie, yeah. She's like, are we not twins? Like, I think we're friggin' twins. And they both have the same ripped photo yes. of the other parent who they don't know. So they grab that photo, and sure enough, like a puzzle, it the fits. photo goes to goes together. Yeah, Hallie, um, Hallie's more concerned about eating at uh, food at the mess hall than figuring out the fact that they're actually twins. But what a way to find out you're a twin! And and like, okay, let's like let's dive deeper into this. How how messed up is that that your parents split you up at birth? <laughs> yeah. You're a twin with another person. And you never know it. Like, they don't feel like telling you, hey, you have somebody else in the world that is identical to you, but we didn't tell you. Ha ha. And you know what I love about this, Sarah? It's very, like, classic 90s movie. Nobody addresses that and nobody cares. They're like, no, 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 no. This plot hole right here, don't even don't even bother with it. Like, there's (laughs) like, I'm sorry, there's got to be some level of psychological, like, total messed up. That was a wrong decision. Yeah. How? But we never address it, and no. it's nineties. We just we just continue on. The plan is hatched. Yes, she's a brilliant idea, Hallie. Hallie wants to meet their mom, Elizabeth, and Annie wants to meet Nick Harper. So they decide, bada bing, bada boom. We just got to switch places, guys. I do love this, which is a little bit of a problem because Annie has long hair. Oh my god, it's what? I have pierced ears. No, 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 and no. Not happening. Sorry, wrong number. I won't. This movie taught me how to pierce somebody's ears if I really wanted to without going somewhere to do it. Yeah, have you ever actually applied that skill? I never did it, but I did see it done at sleepovers. Like, I was... Hold up. You you saw somebody Mm -hmm. heat up a needle and pierce a friend's... And and use an apple as the back. Yeah. So you did this movie. Well, somebody did this. Well, I did not. No, I would never. I would have been way too afraid. But yes. Okay, can we talk about how messed up that is? You're literally putting a spike through a girl's ear. You can buy, well, a needle. Like, hello. Yeah, it's a a small spike. You can buy an ear piercing gun on Amazon. Let that sink in. This is horrible. I'm just saying. Okay, we need... Collectively, as a society, <laughs> we need to be making better decisions, guys. That's like what. And the- and and the gun, like, and the the Amazon like ear piercing guns, I've heard actually do exist. Like, and they work. They Kay. work. But but yes. But but pa- Papa Devin's here, mm-hmm. and I just want to say for the podcast, that's a bad <laughs> idea, guys. Don't do. Go to a professional or something. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Oh. You don't want it to get infected. Like I've also seen it where people have pierced their own belly buttons, and it has oh. become excruciatingly infected. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Not a good. It was not a good decision on their part. No. Yes. It it was really bad. Dear Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Annie and Hallie, they complete the transition. They do, which They'll, is also really fun to watch. I just loved it. it and it, it does like build a little bit of camaraderie. They both, you know, um, Hallie learns how to hit her British accent. She learns the, the, handshake. the handshake that Annie normally does with their butler. Annie learns all about the, the layout of the... They basically live on an estate. Like they, yes, on a vineyard. On a vineyard. Mm-hmm. So it's like this big, huge property... Has to learn the horse's name, has to learn the dog's name, has to learn like everything about it. Yeah. So they've they've completed their transition. We are legitimately gonna switch places. So when summer camp ends, Annie, who is the British one, she goes on the bus and takes the flight out back to California and Hallie hooks up with the butler Martin in London. Mm-hmm. She flies back to London. So now the the switch has been completed. The girls are in two separate spots. Um, and also because of this movie, uh, when Hallie is traveling to London and they do the car car driving montage where like they go through like they go by Buckingham Palace and they go like through like all the nice streets, whatever. I always that this movie made me want to go to London. Is this movie the reason why we get all those annoying? We we got all those annoying like teen preteen like Ashley and Mary Kate take on London. One hundred percent. And the Kardashian didn't like. I've never watched Kylie and I've somebody never else. Never watched the Kardashians. I like, don't know. Back in back in the day, two of the young ones did like a so and so take on Paris. Really? She, yeah. Oh, I've never even heard of that. No, I didn't. I'm no sure idea. Hillary Duff did some shit like that too. Well, the Hillary Duff movie. She went to Rome. Oh my god. Or not the Hillary Duff movie. My God, the Lizzie McGuire movie. The Lizzie McGuire movie. She the, went to Rome. They she all went to Italy. like. There was a short period of time where everybody's like, "Okay, we got to do a thing where somebody <laughs> takes on." European country, just I, insert European country. <laughs> I I would like to wonder, like I would like to know whether or not these 
European countries were paying these U.S. companies money sure to market. No. Oh no, I know, but I'm just dying <laughs> laughing because I'm like, I guess. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all these kids now want to go to Europe, across Europe, and do all these really cool things because of these movies. Uh, you know what? Actually, you might not be wrong. So Hallie gets to their house. She meets grandfather. She sees Martin. She's the one who went to the UK. She's the American in the UK. Yes, she's in London. She's landed, um, and. She finally meets her mother, who she's literally never met. Um, And they have a warm embrace. And she, Elizabeth or Lizzie, says, "Um, I have to run into the wedding boutique store. Do you want to come? This was such a really cute scene. The music in the background was fantastically perfect. Um, And she kind of got to see, like, what her mom did on a daily basis. And I just thought this was a really heartwarming, sweet scene. Natasha Richardson is such a... She has so much class, and she really brings this kind of... Elegant. Very achievable elegance, though. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not over the top, like, oh my god, you're so posh. But she is just... Effortless. Effortlessly. But also just kind, you know, genuine. Mm -hmm. And then we have Annie. Yes, who heads to Napa to meet Nick Parker. So, what's up, Dad? I mean, how's Jesse and everybody? Great. Everybody's great. Can't wait to see you. Eight weeks really is too long, Hal. A lot's been happening around here. A lot's happened to me too, Dad. I mean, I feel like I'm practically a new woman. He kind of says, like, why are you saying my name at the end of every single sentence? She goes, oh, I'm just, I'm just getting, you know, I just haven't seen you so long, Dad. He's very much so, like, aloof in in the sense that he just doesn't see anything's changed. I was about to say, (laughs) like, (laughs) Hallie does a very good job at integrating herself into, like, the British lifestyle. Like, nobody really notices for a while. For quite a while, yeah. Whereas Annie, (laughs) like, just because Dennis Quaid is, like, a little bit, not an idiot, but he's very oblivious. Yeah. She is not doing a great job at hiding who she is. She arrives, the dog starts barking at her, and everybody's like, why is the dog barking at her? Chessie's like, what is wrong with you? You don't like eating cornbread and chili. It's your favorite. Like, what's up with you, girl? And you know what? That was such a subtle thing. You brought it up earlier when they were realizing that they were twins. Hallie was like, oh, like, there's ice cream over the mess hall. Like, they did kind of establish very subtly (laughs) that she is the one that likes food. Yes. So when Annie goes back, yeah, Chessie's like, you're not eating breakfast i've got like 10 pancakes over here for you what like what's wrong with you yeah and like what's wrong with sammy like why doesn't the dog like you anymore like what is up what is happening we also around this point meet the conflict of our story is it ever a conflict so annie and hallie they both went separate ways to learn about each other's like the the other parents who they've never met but they also thought listen eventually somebody's gonna figure out that we switch spots at which point nick parker and Elizabeth James, they're going to need to meet to switch us back, and they'll fall back in love. Well, there's a, there's a wrench in the plan, because while Annie is in Napa, it turns out that Nick Parker has fallen in love with Meredith Blake. Yes, and dun, dun, dun. Annie, who play, who's playing Hallie, hates her instantly. Hal, this is Meredith Blake. Hi. Hi, Meredith Blake. Wow, I can't believe I'm finally meeting the famous Hallie. You know, the way your father talked about you, I expected to meet a little girl, but you are so grown up. I'll be 12 soon. How old are you? (laughs) 26. Only 15 years older than me. How old are you again, Dad? Wow, suddenly you're so interested in math. Look, I'm gonna go inside. I'm gonna get some more chili. This is where the train starts moving, where Annie realizes, oh no, the plan is going all to hell, because it sounds like they're very serious, Nick Parker and Meredith Blake. Yeah, which like, so the girls were at Camp Walden for eight weeks, is kind of what it's established as. So in eight weeks, he's met, fallen in love, and is getting married to Meredith Blake. So Annie, we got a fire in the kitchen here we, we got to fix this she is trying to do everything in her power to undermine meredith while she's like calling the uk calling yeah. hallie. hallie to say hey like yo, nick is gonna get married here you gotta you gotta figure something out you gotta get back here you gotta get our mom elizabeth back here looking back now like i think annie takes a little bit more of the responsibility role where hallie's like yeah well and i can't um <laughs> i can't really hear you and i really want to spend more time with mom so sorry like you're just gonna have to deal with it and it's kind of like 
okay, so you really like food, you and you don't want to figure out that you're a twin. It took you way too long to figure that one out. And you want to spend more time with your mom and your dad is about to get married when you've already told Annie that, oh, like my dad, I'm I'm his true heart. Like he won't fall in love with anybody, blah, 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 blah. Like she just kind of like brushes it off as if it's nothing. Well, do each of them take on the subtle personality of each other's parents? Because that's very Nick Parker. Ooh. That's very Dennis Quaid, right? Wow. That she loves food, like, you know, that, and that she's like, responsibility? I yes. don't want to deal with that. I'd prefer to just hang out here. That is cool. I never even put Whereas Elizabeth James, I think, isn't more high strung, but I think she's more organized. She's oh, more, yes. Yes. everything is in order here. So then Annie goes there and she's like, okay, we got to get, <laughs> we got to get this lady out of here. Who's Meredith Blake? We need her gone. Yeah. You know, this is the yeah. plan. And here we get to my best scene. Because Annie has not been doing a great job of hiding who she is. She's been trying to get rid of Meredith Blake. She's been avoiding Nick Parker every time he's been trying to tell her we're going to get married. Yeah. She walks into the house and Jesse's sitting down and she turns around and Annie says, You got something you want to share with the class there, Hal? Jesse, you, you gave me a fright. I gave you a fright? She says it w- it's almost as if, oh no. That can't be, and she walks away. Almost as if I were who, Jesse? Nobody, nobody. Forget I mentioned it. Almost as if I were Annie? You know about Annie? I am Annie. Honestly, guys, weep warning. It is. It, weep it was. Warning. Yeah, it's so heartfelt. Oh my God, I love Chessie oh. in this too. Like, she is just. You know what? She's my honorable mention. I think this movie and how it's played out with all of the actors and actresses, um, like Jesse, which is Chessy, how it's spelt, by the way, but everybody says Jesse, so I'm just going to say Jesse. <laughs> Liz, Nick, when they all learn the identities that the kids switched, all of them are really heartfelt, truthfully. Mm-hmm, they are. I love this one the best, though, because she can't reveal to Nick Parker what's happening. Right. So Jesse's reaction is all just facial expressions, body language. She wants so badly to express how she feels and to like, you know, yell it from the rooftops, but she can't. So she just like hugs. I know, I know. And well, and Nick Parker comes in at that exact time and she's like, he's like, what's wrong with you? And she goes, nothing. I just, I just want to hug her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Finally, Nick is able to tell Annie that Meredith and him are getting married. And the way that Nick frames it is not we're getting married. It's that Meredith is joining the family. And so... Annie clearly understands, but to play it off as, you know, something far less important, she says, oh, my gosh, like, that's so exciting as my big sister. And he's like, no, like, I'm going to marry her. And she she goes, oh, like, I thought you were going to adopt her because she's so young. Like, she could be my big sister. That would be so exciting and so nice. I died. Annie doing great at undermining the situation once again. So now Annie's panicking. She's contacting Hallie, giving her like a 911. I think she sent a fax. With a dog, with Sammy. Yeah. So then she runs off down the street to go to a phone booth to call Annie. Grandfather follows her along and finds out the truth. They go for like a nice little stroll through the park. Grandfather's not mad, which I like. That Nobody's like pissed that these kids have switched places. I think they're, they're happy. Yes. They finally figured it out. I think they're happy. So grandfather walks with Hallie, who was pretending to be Annie, through a park in Britain, and he convinces her, listen, you got to tell your mom. Yeah. So then they go back to the house. I have to go out of town today. Oh, you have to go out of town? And where may I ask are you going? Annie. That's where I have to go. I have to go see Annie. I see. And where might Annie be? In Napa with her father, Nick Parker. You're not Annie. And then there's the butler who's like crying, sobbing in the corner. Very similar to Jesse's reaction. Yes, yes, very similar. Continue with later. But now we've established Hallie is like, you got to go see Nick Parker. He is excited to see you is how she frames it. He's going to meet us at this hotel at this time. (laughs) Yeah. And you can switch us back. The hotel and the time is actually when Nick Parker and Meredith Blake are going to do a walkthrough for their wedding venue. So that's how Hallie knows they're going to be there. But she lied about Nick Parker being aware of 
of the Switch, he still is unbeknownst that he has Annie. Yes, which is wild and hilarious. So Elizabeth James, the butler, and Hallie are all back on a trip to California to complete the Switch and so that Elizabeth can confront Nick. Yeah, and switch them back. And the hotel scenes when they're actually when they when everybody gets there i love the way they filmed these scenes perfect so good so well done you know you have one family coming in but they're the other family is like just on the cusp of where they would be seen but they're not seen and the the filming of it back and forth is is perfection it is so so funny and all these things are happening like just just minor little things you have to like pay attention during the scene to watch it but um, well, and you also need to pay attention to the girls because they're yes. wearing subtly different outfits. Subtly. And, you know, like Meredith goes towards the elevator. She's been drinking. Nick Parker's already in the elevator. He sees her and he kind of has this funny moment where the elevator door is closing yes. and he's like following it as it closes, just <laughs> awestruck. Like, is that Elizabeth James? <laughs> like, how is she here? Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Elizabeth confronts the girls. Yeah. Like, you effing lied to me, guys. <laughs> You didn't, he doesn't know that I'm supposed to be here, but then Nick Parker still doesn't know. So he's walking around. He sees one of the girls. He's like, Hey, like go make sure Meredith is okay. I got to figure some stuff out. He gets down to the lobby of the hotel. Another one of the girls are there. He's like, I swear to God, I just told you (laughs) to go up to your room and make sure Meredith is okay. Meredith sees both of them at different times. Oh yeah. She has no idea that they're twins yet. Nick and Meredith have no idea that both twins are there. So they just think that (laughs) <laughs> Hallie is everywhere. Seemingly, she's all over the place. Yeah, and because they have very similar outfits on, they don't think about, like, and they're the same color scheme, so they don't think, yeah. like, hey, weren't you wearing something different? Like, I think Nick does bring it up. Yeah. He kind of looks at her outfit, but he's like, his mind is in another place. He just saw Elizabeth. Oh, definitely. So he's not really concentrating. He heads to the pool to see if he can find her. And he does find her. He does, and he lands in the pool. He falls in the pool after hitting somebody. Uh, not hitting somebody, but I mean like Running bumping into, into somebody. somebody. Yeah. Um, and of course she, Elizabeth, is there and helps stitch him up. And they kind of have a moment and they're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long. Like I never thought that I'd see you again. And you can tell like that they're totally still in love. My totally God. still in love. And the other thing too that I love is that nobody is ever, like I said, nobody's ever pissed at the kids. Oh, I know. Because we do have the reveal with Nick Parker here where he's talking to Elizabeth. He's like, oh my God, you're here. And then... Annie shows up and he's like, oh my God, Hallie. Then Hallie shows up and he's like, wait, hold on. And then they explain, listen, you've been spending all this time with Annie, who had switched places with Hallie. Hallie's been with me. It's almost like, um, it's like fascinating to them. Like, wow, they switched places. Oh my God. Our twin daughters. How clever. Yeah. Like, oh my God. We didn't think that they'd ever figure out that they were twins. Like imagine going through life without realizing that you had an identical twin out there in the world. like Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I just, that's kind of bad on the parents. Again, they glaze over it and they don't. I was going to say, it. we never address Whatever. it because it's a happy 90s romantic comedy, It's like Sarah. the only issue I have with this movie <laughs> is the fact that these poor girls went 11 years, nine months without actually knowing that they had a twin out there. The girls decide to set up their parents on a date night. And Chessie and Martin are the um, the servers for the night on a little... Uh, a little cruise ship, or not a cruise ship, sorry, like a little yacht. It's like a little yacht, but really the girls are trying to recreate that voyage across the ocean on Queen Elizabeth II that that sparked their love in the beginning. Yes, which the parents do find like super cute and very adorable. Yeah. So they have the dinner night. Mm -hmm. We do get the impression, we kind of learn a little bit about why and how they split up. It was Elizabeth's idea for them to split. She just kind of dipped out one day. She couldn't handle it. But we do get the impression there's still maybe a little bit of love here. There's a little bit of a connection. A little spark. Maybe they both just needed to do some growing up. Oh, I think definitely. And then the next day in the hotel lobby, the twins refuse to leave until they spend more family time together. The camp- the annual camping trip that Hallie and Nick go on. Annie wants to go and she wants Elizabeth to go on it as well. Meredith kind of has a problem with like, okay, like your ex-wife is coming with us. What are you, suddenly the Brady Bunch? This is ridiculous. Hello. Everything all right? Well, no, actually, it isn't. I didn't realize that you were going on this little outing. And to tell you the truth, I'm not so sure that I'm okay with it. I agree. Mm. I think the ex-wife in the next sleeping bag (laughs) is a little weird. Thank you. I absolutely insist that you come with us. Really. (laughs) 
Liz. No, honestly, Nick, I've messed up your entire week and it's the least I can do. Really, please. And here is where all the shenanigans resurface. This entire camping trip is my best scene. Okay. I, really? I love this scene. I got some bones Meredith, to pick about the camping, camping trip. Meredith Blake is the worst at nature. That is what that is what I will say. Okay. The fact that the girls are so successful in all of their tactics and pranks. Like and maybe it's just like the pranks in this movie. I just can't get enough of them. Oh my god, they they put rocks in her backpack. They um they attack her with a lizard. They First do, the lizard's is, on the water bottle, it, then okay. it's on her head. I'm sorry. The lizard is harmless. It's a baby lizard. Yeah. Like if you have is, a fear of lizards, when it goes in the mouth, nice. that is disgusting. Well, no, I think she fears everything. They replace her bug spray with sugar water, which would just so attract amazing. more bugs. And I love it. They convince her that mountain lions are out there, so she's like smacking. Hitting sticks together. Sticks together. And then the most epic part is that they take her mattress, which I don't know how Nick didn't wake up during this. How did she not wake up? She's getting dragged out into I know. the lake. They they drag out of her tent her on her blow-up mattress and Put her on the lake, push her out, and she wakes up with some very exotic bird, which like I wonder if it's actually like <laughs> native to native California, to that probably region. not. Um <laughs> and is woken up on the water and she like does this like crazy like, oh my god, freak out, and she lands in the water and then comes out and I just I just can't. This get is your of best this. scene. This is my best scene. These I think are my this best is the scenes. worst part of the movie. Why? This is epic. This is when they break up. This is when all things are hopeful again. I've got alternative titles for this section of oh the movie. Oh my! Or God. not even titles. We can call this like a like a news headline. All right. Tyrant twins assault future stepmother. <laughs> I love it. Attempted murder. Woman sues no. family for twins daring late lake prank. Oh they put God. her out into the middle of the lake. I love it. Pair of children terrorize woman into psychotic episode on camping trip. Oh they were horrible to her. I like the first one. The first one, yeah. Tyrant Twins. Yeah, alliteration yes. always yes. wins alliteration for sure. That's that's fantastic. the news headline right there. Um, yeah, they were like really mean to her, but at the end, um, okay, they she said to her assistant that she was going to send them off to boarding school. Well, what when she, she had, thought it was one of them? Yeah, she had a very <laughs> frank conversation um, with Annie as Hallie. She had a freaking bell that she was going to call for Chessie with. The worst part is that she gives Nick the ultimatum. That's it's right. either them or me. And good for him for choosing. I mean, obviously he made the he, right call. Nick picks them yes. and the 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 engagement is over. Thank you. She God. threw the the ring at him. Yes. Hallelujah. And when they get back, he does reveal to Elizabeth like I got to remember to thank the girls for that <laughs> yes. one day. So we realize that he's like, "Ugh." That was a bad call. He's out of the spell, you know? Yeah. And now we have what was close to my best scene. Oh. Oh, I know what scene you're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, you know, Nick, Elizabeth, Hallie, Annie, they're all kind of hanging out at the at the winery. Um, and the girls are getting some bonding time. But Nick and Elizabeth are also continuing to warm up to each other, having a lot of very, you know, important conversations about the relationship. At one point, though, he says, hey, like, can I show you something? I think you'll find it really cool. Not only do I own this winery, but I also collect wine. So he brings her down to the wine cellar so he can show her some of the vintages he's been collecting over the years. However, Elizabeth finds one specific bottle of wine. It's a bottle of wine from their wedding that they had on, on the ship. It's a really beautiful moment. Like, she's understanding probably that Nick has still maybe been a little bit in love with her this entire time. Yep. Yes, and he actually tells her that he has bought every single bottle of that wine made on their wedding day. Which we actually have a similar situation to an annoying <laughs> effect, and it drives me effing insane. <laughs> so we bought all, all the wine for our wedding. Yes, we did. We bought way more than we needed. Well, it wasn't that much more. We, to this day, have three full cases yes. of wine yeah. in our basement that we kind of forgot about. The way, the way it worked with the retailer was that they sold us the wine. We could return it if we wanted for the exact same price. They were just going to resell it. Mm -hmm. 
within a certain duration of time. Correct. Which and has elapsed. We have passed that time period, and I realized that uh, not long ago, and so we do oh. still have three cases of our wedding wine. Which, so much like, like Nick Parker, we we have the wine from our wedding, all, all the wine from yes, our wedding still. Which is touching, Devin, is it not? Oh, it's so annoying. But we're also going to play the whole Oprah. Like, you get one, and you get one, oh. and you get one whenever we go Any to dinner houses. party, so you're getting some to, of our wedding wine. Look forward to that, guys. <laughs> That's all we're giving friends. out. Yep. <laughs> Message us at romcom rewind uh, if you want a bottle of yeah, our wedding yeah. wine. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get rid of this shit. Oh, it's oh, actually man. it is really good wine though. Oh yeah, so. we we picked uh, we picked good wine, good good value for what you're getting. It's uh, it's great. Um, but we're so close to the moment happening. Jesse arrives back and they don't kiss yet. They do decide that it's best if Annie and Elizabeth head back to London. And Hallie and Nick stay there. And then they made out some plan where, you know, Easter, they go there. Christmas, they go there here. Like, they, they figured something They're out. They're trying to get the plan. Because they can't keep the, the twins separated anymore. Yeah, they can't because they clearly know of each other. But one piece a little bit earlier on in the movie, Elizabeth says, you know, I left and you didn't come after me. You didn't chase after me. You always chase after. Annie and Elizabeth go back to the UK. And who's there? Nick Parker and, and Hallie, Hallie came. He chased after her, Sarah. Like, this movie, it's a 90s rom-com. A little more family-friendly, like you said. Mm-hmm. So you kind of know how it's going to end. You know all the beats that they're going to play out. But there's just this, like, special sauce to this special movie. Sauce. Yeah. Wow, that's like, we, we've done About Time, which was special in its own way. Very yes. emotional, very raw. Mm-hmm. Good Luck Chuck was funny. Much more sexualized. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, I would agree. The Parent Trap, though... It's just like a a warm bowl of chicken noodle soup. Like it feels good in your for heart. The soul. It's good for the soul. Honest. <laughs> that's yeah. like what the book's called. <laughs> chicken noodle soup for the soul or something. Something like that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. also what my mom always says. But it's like watching Home Alone. It's like watching Little Giants. It's like watching Beethoven, The Mighty Ducks, all of those kind of movies that are in this family comedy genre. Like this one's like romantic comedy family genre. They're just all so damn wholesome. Yeah. That I can't help but feel like really good in my heart after watching it. Do you think that this is Lindsay Lohan's best movie? So her debut oh movie. Oh my God, or Sarah. What a quick, think, great question. Or do you think it's Mean Girls? Well, I Freaky Friday probably doesn't make the cut. N- like Freaky Friday would probably be closer. It's close. It's like number three. You know, well, that's what I mean. Like we need to acknowledge Freaky Friday as being a very good movie. Yeah. But it's it's got to be Mean Girls for me. Yeah, oh, Mean Girls was so good, and we have yet to do it. Um, it's definitely on our watch list. This well, because just... we need to do it on the day, right? Oh, yeah. He asked me what day it was. Oh, it's October, whatever. It was sometime in October, right? Yes. We, we're going to do it in October, or whenever that friggin' date is. We missed it last time around. We did by a few days, actually. Here, okay, okay, okay. Here, I, I think I've got it. I think in terms of acting performance, this one's better because she's so oh. young and you got to remember, she is doing two different roles. She's doing two different roles and two different accents. Yeah. She's like... It's a lot of work. But I think Mean Girls is the better overall movie. Um, So reasons why I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say this. Yeah. Um, the handshake that Annie has with Martin. The summer camp they both went to. Yeah. Because that's just very nostalgic. I feel like most kids um, or a lot of kids growing up get to go to summer camp. Sabotaging of Meredith uh, when they're trying to get their parents back together. Dennis Quaid was very good looking in this movie. Um, and Chessie as the best side character. Can we do a quick role playing game? Yeah. Because you brought up the summer camp. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that at the end of that camp year, there has to be a complaint from somebody, a parent. I don't know if camps have an HR department. They probably don't. But you're going to play the part of what? Like, um, like a concerned entity. A concerned entity of the law. Sure. (laughs) Something like that. So you're that. Okay. We have Devin, 17-year-old camp counselor, not a care in the world. Okay. Hello, um, hello, sir. Um, I have some 
uh, things I, and concerns that I would like to bring to your attention. I just wanted to to, to prompt you um, for a response. So um, yeah. when the two girls um, who we now find out that are twins. Yeah. Um, that was weird. You put them in an isolation cabin for the rest of the, the weeks that they were at Camp Walden. Um, you Did you notify the parents? No, like, listen, we, t- we take a pretty chill approach to the isolation cabin. Has it always turned out positive uh, for you guys in that isolation cabin? Or have there been um, further, uh, you know, yeah, mostly positive issues? Like, um, the nice mostly. thing is okay. they're, they're, they're just out of our hair. You know, we, we don't oh, need to worry about them. Right. Um, so you also march all the girls with them to show. Is that is that uh, doing that as part of an example? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, oh, they, they need to know um, what mm-hmm. happens at the isolation cabin you know it, it, it can't just be some mystical thing that's out in the forest right you know? we, we find the visceral reaction to seeing the cabin is very uh, visceral all right it's a great deterrent okay uh, yes yeah. interesting okay yeah. so um i also heard that uh, two girls got into a dangerous fencing match could you care to elaborate yeah listen i mean the oh man the lady running the fencing thing so annoying she has i hear she's you know more of a senior counselor though yeah her laugh is just horrible <laughs> Uh, talks about this guy Chandler Bing all the time. Um, so I've also heard that a girl jumped into the lake um, without her clothes on after losing a uh, a poker match. So I I do you know if these girls were playing for money uh, gambling um, at the age of eleven? Yeah, I, I don't actually think that happened. I'm convinced that's just oh. a story because I talked to the one girl, <laughs> right, and then I talked to the other girl. Looks the same as the first girl. I think it was just like a little joke they were playing on me. You know, <laughs> there's two girls here. I, I don't get it. They they look the same, man. I'm dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I also received some photos uh, from the summer where uh, someone put all of the beds on the roof. Yeah. And, and a British flag on the corner of the roof. Yeah, that's pretty sick, right? Sick in a good way or in a bad way? Yeah, Listen, we, we encourage all, all the children to um, explore their spaces and really... So put up things on roofs. How did they get that up there? Did they have ladders or did they use pulleys? Like, that's quite dangerous. I mean, these, these girls can climb very well. And, you know, we, we want them to um, immerse themselves in the in the great outdoors. You know, that's that's why people come to camp. So they, they chose to sleep outside. Right. Uh, we encourage that. I, I encourage that. You know, I like sleeping outside. <laughs> Thank you for that response. Yeah, um, no problem. Now, I also heard that a uh, a, ca- a cabin was vandalized, a bunkie was vandalized, and that um, the earlier um, counselor that you spoke about, the one who Janice. had the dangerous, um, <laughs> so annoying, the dangerous uh, um, fencing match, as well as the the more senior counselor, I believe that's her mother actually. Um, had chocolate uh, spilled all over them and that the entire bunkie was vandalized with whipped cream, honey, molasses, and um, water balloons. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say vandalized. I, vandalized. I, okay, what would you call that? I, I think girls were trying to... It was actually very beautiful. They are trying to beautiful. share their sweets with the senior management team. Sweets. That's super cool. And you know? so did they steal all of this from the mess hall? And how are you going to plan to replace that? Are you going to ask their parents for money or will you be... Um... <laughs> You're really good at this. <laughs> or will you be... Will that be coming out of next year's <laughs> next year's budget? <laughs> I can't anymore. Oh, my God. We broke character once. I, you know what, Sarah? Weirdly, I think we both play each of those characters really well. Oh that God. was remarkable. Oh God, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> were, were you gonna get a seventeen-year-old kid to pay for <laughs> the chocolate? No, I, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Because I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was gonna say it was gonna come out of next year's budget. Oh, that where it's coming from. Yo, we need we need entity of the law, Sarah, more often. Oh my God, that was really good. Good job. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Your answers were hilarious. Oh my god! Sometimes I like I had to stay silent because I was dying laughing inside. And that's our movie. Are we on to quick facts? We are on to quick facts. There are a lot of quick facts today. Let's do it. For her split screen scenes, Lindsay Lohan wore an earpiece, which would play back the dialogue of the other sister. This, like you mentioned earlier, was Lindsay Lohan's debut and first film. She was in a short movie prior to this in 1996, though. This was Nancy Meyer's debut as a director. 
Wow. And she would go on to do Father of the Bride, The Holiday, What Women Want. Yeah. That's amazing. Several big, big movies. Her first movie was this. Mm -hmm. What a hit. As a director. Yeah. She's written screenplays and, and whatnot prior to this, but yeah. Actress Joanna Barnes played the wicked girlfriend in The Parent Trap in 1961 and plays the mother of the wicked girlfriend, Meredith, in this version. In the 1998 version, the wicked girlfriend's name is Meredith, like I mentioned, rather than Vicky from the 1961 version. Joanna Barnes's character as the mother in this new Parent Trap in 1998 is still named Vicky, however. And this is when she goes and says, you may call me Aunt Vicky. Oh, wow. So only people who knew the 1961 movie would be like whoa yes that's yeah that's the wicked girlfriend from 1961 version the lost boy who shows up at the girls camp at the very beginning of the movie is played by michael lowan Lindsay's Lindsay's real life brother Lindsay's siblings regularly appear as extras in her movies when Lindsay Lohan was 11, she pretended to be ill so she could skip school and go to her first movie audition for the parent trap wild mara wilson auditioned for the dual roles but was ultimately passed over because producers felt that she wasn't old enough to play the parts scarlett johansson alex mckenna also tried out for the leads david hasselhoff kurt russell patrick Swayze, bill murray jeff daniels tom hanks tim allen kevin costner john travolta oh my gibson God. bill paxton michael keaton jim carrey adam sandler and robin williams were all considered for the role of nick nick parker Patrick Swayze, Robin Williams. There are some good, like Big like people names. who I think could also do the role. Although Dennis Quaid was just really great. He was perfect for this role. Yeah. Marva Culp Sr. and Jr., the camp counselors, are named in tribute to Nancy Culp, who played the younger of the camp counselors in the original Parent Trap in 1961. When Hallie arrives in London and meets Martin at the airport... At the point where the two begin their greeting, their handshake, you can see Lindsay Lohan's mother holding her brother Dakota Lohan, and beside her is Lindsay's other brother, Michael Lohan, and sister, Aliana Lohan. Um, if you watch closely, Allie can be seen turning around to watch her sister, and then Lindsay's mother turns to look at her as well. This movie took eight months, three weeks, and two days to shoot. Both the original and the remake are exactly two hours and nine minutes long. Wow. This movie is an oddity for a Disney movie where it shows a mother smoking a cigarette and getting deliberately drunk. Meredith is heard talking on the cell phone to a Reverend Mosby, a reference to a character in the original The Parent Trap in 1961. The twins in this version are named after the daughters of director Nancy Myers and producer Charles Shire, Annie Myers Shire and Hallie Myers Shire, both of whom have small parts in the movie. Hallie plays a girl at camp at the beginning who asks where the Navajo bunk is, and Annie plays the towel girl at the hotel where uh, who brings Elizabeth the first aid kit. The scene where Annie and Hallie are lying in bed and the camera pans from the moon to the parents' picture to the twins took six hours to get right. Lindsay Lohan had to change from Annie to Hallie so often um, that it took so long. Wow. Lindsay Lohan can be heard singing Let's Get Together as she walks into the elevator at the Stafford Hotel. This song is from the 1961 original movie. Similarly, the first few notes of Let's Get Together are played at the closing notes of music at the tail end of the end credits. From the opening of the movie, we find out that the parents were married on January 8, 1986. Nicholas Parker was 24 and Elizabeth James was 23. Elizabeth's occupation, as listed on the marriage license, is artist, while Nick's is listed as viticulturist, which is um, expert in vines and, mm. and, and grapes. The reaction of Nick Parker uh, to seeing Elizabeth for the first time in 11 years is identical to James Garner's character's reaction in the movie Move Over, Darling, in 1963, upon seeing his missing wife after five years. In both films, the man is on an elevator with his current partner and leaning over in disbelief as the doors close. After Hallie arrives in London, her mother takes her to the photo shoot at the uh, boutique. Above this, we can he we hear a version of Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles, one of the songs on their album, Abbey Road. As we watch Hallie and her mother on their way to the boutique, they cross the same street the same way as the Beatles did for the cover of this album. Even the cars on the side are the same. Wow. Writer and director Nancy Myers handpicked Lindsay Lohan to play the dual role of the twins in this film and phoned her herself uh, to inform the actress that she had landed the part. 
There is a deleted scene that slots between Hallie and Martin meeting at Heathrow Airport and Hallie meeting her mother and grandfather. Hallie is in a limo with Martin and they come across Buckingham Palace. She gets out and tries to get one of the guards to move. The guards then crowd around in formation as the Queen exits Buckingham Palace in a car. The window rolls down and Hallie speaks to the Queen, getting confused with Your Highness and Your Majesty and whether or not to curtsy. The Queen promises not to tell a soul and moves off. Director Nancy Myers had a difficult time getting the uniforms, the location, and an actress to play the Queen. Although the scene is shot well, it was ultimately deleted. The word actually was said and sung 23 times, and the last time is the last line of the movie with, we actually did it. Camp Walden is based on an existing camp for girls with that name in Denmark, Maine. There is no isolation cabin, and the camp only runs seven weeks as opposed to eight. During the booby-trapped cabin scene where the water balloon is dropped on into Annie's head, a thumbtack was fastened onto Lindsay Lohan's hair so the balloon would pop before actually hitting her. The balloon was so heavy that simply dropping it on her head would not have been likely to pop it and would have caused serious neck injuries. My God. In the same booby-trapped cabin scene, the part where Lindsay Lohan steps barefoot in molasses was shot 10 times because it wouldn't squish properly between her toes. In the movie, Dennis Quaid is engaged to a 26-year-old gold digger. Coincidentally, he married his fourth wife when she was 26 years old. So his current wife was 26 when they got married. As a result, his co-star, Elaine Hendricks, who plays Meredith, tweeted to him, better watch out for those twins. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan has starred in a number of movies that involve some sort of swapping. In this movie, she plays both twin sisters who swap lives and pretend to be one another. In Freaky Friday in 2003, her character swaps bodies with their mother. And in Just My Luck in 2006, her character swaps fortune and luck with a man. During the poker game, Annie got a straight flush. Odds are 72,000 to 1. And Hallie got a royal flush. Odds being 650,000 to 1. The odds for the two girls getting these two hands is around 46.8 billion to 1. This is more poker hands than have been played at all of the major casinos on the Las Vegas Strip over the past hundred years. The odds of winning the lottery are 14 million to one. In the movie's closing photo montage, there's a photo of Nick Parker, Elizabeth James, Hallie Parker, and Annie James. In that photo, the girls in the lower right appears to be Aaron Mackey, who was Lindsay Lohan's acting double in this movie. Both this film and the 1961 original feature product placement by Nabisco. In the original The Parent Trap in 1961, the girls are seen eating Fig Newtons. In this movie, they're both seen eating Oreos with peanut butter. Elaine Hendricks's character, Meredith Blake, before the camping trip, asks for a bottle of her Evian. Then two years later, Hendricks plays the role of Evian in the SNL movie Superstar. According to Elaine Hendricks, in the scene involving a lizard, a real lizard, a fake lizard, and a mechanical lizard were used. In the famous scene where Lindsay and Elaine were in the swing, Lindsay was sick. You could tell that she had nasal congestion in her voice at the very beginning. Elaine felt that Lindsay should have taken the day off, but the location was already prepped and the scene was ready to go. Brothers Randy Quaid and Dennis Quaid both star in movies that open with L-O-V-E by Nat King Cole. Quick Change in 1990 and The Parent Trap in 1998, respectively. The first meeting between Meredith and Hallie, Hallie says, you talking to me? And Meredith, uh, Meredith responds with, what are you, Robert De Niro? <laughs> this is a reference to the movie Taxi Driver in 1976, where Robert De Niro looks at himself in the mirror and says, you talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? Nick Parker's vineyard is called Parker Knoll. This is also the name of a famous British furniture company, possibly reflecting the transatlantic nature of this film. This movie started and finished on the Queen Elizabeth II cruise. A couple of years before this movie was made, Haley Mills, who was in the original Parent Trap movie, sailed on the QE2. Wow. This and the original are almost identical, except for a few minor changes. The mother is not a fashion designer in the 1961 version, nor does the father own a vineyard. He actually owns a ranch instead. The mother lives in Boston, Massachusetts, not in London, England. Dennis Quaid plays the father of two twin girls in this movie. In 2007, Dennis Quaid became the father of two twin boys with wife Kimberly at the time in real life. Honorable mentions. So I did my honorable mention. My honorable mention was um, Chessie. Loved her character. And I mean, let's throw in Martin, but I love Chessie. 
Oh, yeah. She was great. My honorable mention is the soundtrack. Oh, God, it was good. The soundtrack alone gets the honorable mention. We have, like you said, Nat King Cole, Love. Mm-hmm. Natalie Cole, This Will Be an Everlasting Love. Oh, good one. Parents Just Don't Understand, DJ Jazzy Jeff, The Fresh Prince. <laughs> OMC, How Bizarre. There are, I, I, I'm oh just God, hitting the highlights. There are a ton of great songs in this. And I think you probably know my soundtrack is going to get a five out of five on rewatchability. It, it actually is also five out of five for me too. Outside of just the soundtrack, they do like the score for the the movie is also very, it's very seamless. It's very, it, it just works. What should have been? I mean, like I said at the very beginning, this movie's perfection. I have no what should have been. My only what should have been, and I don't think it's a what should have been. I think it is a what's going to happen. Mm. Are we getting the parent trap? Oh my God, don't say remake. Because I literally was thinking that this morning before we were going to record this. I was like, God, I hope we don't get another remake of this one. Because I'm pretty sure they've done a parent trap too and it sucked, right? Oh, I I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. But it's interesting because the 1961 version was redone in 1998, which is about 30 years. So we have 10 more years of great times before it's remade. Here's the timeline, Sarah. The novel, 1949. 12 years later, the movie, 1961, 37 years later, this remake. Wow. It's been 24 years. I know. And we know that Hollywood has run out of ideas and they're just remaking, reimagining, revisiting everything from our childhood in the 90s. the nine Spider-Man movies that we have. Oh, The Fresh Prince getting a remake. Yes. Oh my gosh, Riverdale. Riverdale. Coming from the comic books. Exactly. Yeah. They're obsessed with it. I would put money on in the next five years, we hear in some capacity that they're working on a The Parent Trap. And now, overall rewatchability. So my rewatchability is chemistry, a 4.8. I think we get a chemistry for Liz, Nick Parker, but also just the twins. I feel like Lindsay Lohan performing to herself at a different time, like when, when they're shooting it, I think that deserves a nod. Storyline, five out of five. Thirst factor, four out of five. Imagination, this is the only thing that I can't score high just because it's a movie that was based on a novel. So it gets a 3.7 because I think it still deserves high high marks, but like we're remaking something twice here. Soundtrack, perfect five out of five. And cheese, man, I just love the 90s cheese. It's going to be a five out of five for me for an overall score of 4.58 out of five. Okay, so my rewatchability is as follows. Chemistry, 5. Storyline, 4.5. Thirst Factor, 4.6. Imagination, 3.75, because I agree with you there. Yeah. Soundtrack, 5. Cheese, 4.4 for an overall score of 4.54 out of 5. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Look at us. I know. 0. 0.04 off. That's, hey, and that's high marks. We haven't, I think, about time got kind of close to that. Yep. But that's, it's, Yeah. Um, this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of The Parent Trap. If you are listening to us and you have some comments, you want to ask us questions, at Rom-Com Rewind on Instagram, on TikTok. You can email romcomrewind at gmail.com. Feel free to um, do our listener survey. Yeah. We, um, you know, that helps us steer kind of the content mm-hmm. of what you want and what we can do more of, what makes you happy, what you don't like, all that kind of stuff. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, follow, subscribe, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.